Welcome to Season 2 of the Total Bro Sports Podcast. Alright, there we go. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Total Bro Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Alex, and we have Jack here. We have Kai, and I think Ben is MIA right now, but we're going to have a good time anyway. So, Jack, tell us what's going to be happening today. Today on Total Bro Sports, our, as the gang tries to hunt down what is going to happen with the NFL this year, will there be studs or duds this year? Studs or duds? All right, I think that's a great first segment. So why don't we start out with studs? Okay, I'll tell you who's going to be a stud this year. Obviously Mahomes, Rodgers, and I think the guy who's going to surprise us a lot might be um that guy. I think Josh Allen's going to be might be top five this year. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's progressed quite and, well over and, his first few. And years. the guy and the duds I expect to be a flop this year will be like probably like who I expect to flop this year might be Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and J- Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott's going to come be off pretty rusty starting out. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Through the injury. I, I will say there wasn't um, uh, Josh Allen already pretty much top five last year. No, he was top six. Oh, okay. see, that's new. He's going to want to break that five spot. Yeah, he's got to push. So number one's obviously Mahomes. Two is Rodgers. Three is Brady. Four was Brees, so we might try to push Drew Brees out. According to who are these, the ESPN rankings? No, it's actually my opinion. But Okay, so this is Jack's opinion. What? Fine. The ESPN has always put Mahomes, Brady, and like Rogers at top three every year. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. So you, so the teams you have, so you think the Colts are going to be duds, probably because the Wentz Frank Reich experiment. You don't think it's going to pan out? No, it's a. Okay. It looks like doomed to fail. That's fair. You think uh, a change of scenery won't uh, won't help Carson Wentz at all? Not really. Yeah, that's a good question because he was like, what was he, an MVP? Was he the MVP at one point or or an MVP? No, no, he was like second place. Yeah, he was an MVP candidate, and that was under Frank Reich's system. So I don't know. I might, I think I disagree with you, Jack. I think the Colts could, I don't think, I don't think there's lofty expectations though. So it's not like they're going to be a dud. So I think that they'll get like maybe eight or dang it, you can't have 500 anymore. Um, Like nine and eight. Nine and eight, possibly. That's what I think. Oh, with Philip Rivers, yeah. yeah. He improved. But yeah, we got to stay like. All right, so Kai, well, who are your studs? Who are your duds? I think uh, I think it's uh, pretty much in line with Jack, except I I don't think uh, Carson Wentz is going to be a dud. He's he's going to be uh, he's going to be there. He won't be a stud or a dud. He's just going to be there. I think. Oh, I, think uh, I think. I think he's. Uh, I think he's gonna. It's gonna work to an extent in Indianapolis, probably, because he's no. He's no longer gonna have to deal with the Eagles and all all that stuff. So no, I, that, I, think, I think that's a good point. And I personally believe um Cam Newton is gonna play really well this year because I believe he has more weapons, and I think Mac Jones is nagging him to play better because who because he's yeah because he didn't have much competition last year. What he what was he battling between Stidham and. Brian Hoyer. 
Yeah, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, that yeah, he was oh, yeah, that guy. week one. I know that's not really much competition. That's like have that's like running a race and like running against like a sixth grader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Cam know. Newton had no incentive to Yeah, no incentive. Try. Yeah. I think at some points he just forgot how to throw the football. It was weird. Yeah, that might have been due to Corona. Could have been like two weeks. It could have been due to Corona. It could have been due to the list Frank injury that's been nagging him the last couple of years. Yeah, Kyle Allen basically pushed him out. Oh, yeah, he did. That was interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, studs. um, I think I'm actually expecting a lot from – like, let's see. I'm I'm gonna put the Colts back into stud. I actually think the Colts are gonna be studs because of their D. They had a great defense already, and also now that that Wentz Reich pairing. Um, another, I think the Patriots. No, 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 not the Patriots. The Dolphins are gonna be studs this year, well, especially in year three of Brian Flores's program. Tua there. Oh, Brian, who? Exactly. Oh, yeah, we should let the fans know about that, but later. Um, and then then I think duds are gonna be the Patriots because they just I don't think signing agree. They spent a lot in free agency. I don't think it's really gonna pan out. Normally, when you spend that much in free agency, you're kind of overcompensating. Like it, it never really pans out. No, so you think they're gonna be like a 10-7? Yeah, and then another dud, I think, is gonna be the Raiders. Oh, yeah, they're like eight and eight or yeah. Eight and nine. Yeah. Ah, that's what I don't like about the, the new CBA. Like, there's no more 500. I don't know what is wrong. Unless you tie once. Yeah, unless you tied. Ugh. You know, that's that's a great segue into the, uh, the next topic. It's now 17 games. Yes, yes. Let's talk about that. Because I know pe- there are people are – some are for it, some are against it. Like, I'll tell you. Yeah. I think, it, one, it makes the records look confusing. Two, it lowers the stakes. And three, more injuries. You know what? Those are three great reasons. It's hard to What do you think, that. Alex? No, I actually agree with that. Think Because all the records, like single-season rushing. Yeah. Record, most look, I say 8-8 eight eight on this podcast. Exactly. What? what? You, you can't compare the new athletes to the old ones anymore because of this new game. And then injuries, you have guys going down every week. That's just another week for a star player to just get clobbered and really affect a team's playoff hopes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think you listed those out quite coherently. So what you said, Jack, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah it makes yeah, one more game. Yeah, but, like, the problem is it's going to make injuries. Yeah, I know one more week of more fun, but, like, one more week of possible Yeah, injuries. but and, yeah, you're right about it lowering the stakes, too. Because the whole, the whole allure of football is that there's such high stakes. It's only 16 games. Like, as you always like to say with baseball, they have, what, like well, 256 games? Yeah, 162, yeah. Oh, yeah, 162? Yeah, exactly. There's no stakes. All right, say you lose against Rocks. Okay, we'll just play them again. Or we'll play. We'll go on a winning streak. Yeah, basketball, same thing. Like, it's not as high as stakes, but with football – 16 games every week counts. That's why you see in the media the next, oh, my gosh, like the Raiders look like they're going to be terrible this year. They lost week one. You, you're lowering the stakes. So I wonder if that's going to impact the ratings. I like, 
that might. Yeah, I'm curious about that. But what do you what are your thoughts, Kai? Yeah, I um, at first you, it looks like it makes sense from a financial perspective because it's uh, it's another game to sell tickets for. But if if the stars are injured, if the stars get injured because there's another week and um, the stakes are lower and therefore people don't really uh, tune in as much, then it really it really starts to that's when it really starts to backfire. And uh, as you said before, the other sports, basketball, hockey, baseball, there, there's a, uh, there's little, little to no stakes in uh, the regular season. So, which is why most people just watch the playoffs for those ones. Yeah. Well, I, and I like to say, what was I about to say? Um, I like to say one thing about this 17 games that it's really revenue. And I think the fans love football and can I just switch gears about week one? It is such an important game. Think of it. Yeah, why don't you go over the statistics for week one just to review? Well, I've looked this up. This was from Fox Sports about like a few years ago. Yeah, go He's ahead. Like, you have a 40% chance immediately if you win week one. And then if you lose week one, it's 24%. Chance of making the playoffs. Yes. It is so big in your confidence. And now it's now it's just now it's uh it's still gonna be kind of big because only one more game, but it's not a yeah, it's, it's somewhat diminished now because you have that extra game. Yeah. Yeah. Winning week one is builds a reputation of who you are as a team. I'm yeah, you can see. I've seen teams like lose week one, fall a few games, come back, but still miss the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think a great example of that was Bucks, the Bucks of last year. They lost, I think they had some challenges midseason, but then they pulled it together. But I think they still won week one, though. No, no, they lost, actually. They lost week Oh, okay. So I guess that's kind of like no, a, I'll now. give you a good example. Yeah. The, let's see. The Patriots back in um, 2014 or um, 2018, they won week one. They lost their two games, but then they go on a winning streak and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. also like the Patriots in 2020. They won twice. Yeah, they won week one, but they lost. They didn't. That was the example of them. Just they, they were just two and Well, people, Patriots fans are going to say that you know what? Eight players opted out last year, so but eight really good ones. But I think you make a good point. Week one is a huge confidence builder and also destroyer. I'd also like to add uh, with the seventeen games now, uh, teams have either one more home or one more away game which throws it off balance because teams tend to do better at home. No, that's, that's only like with basketball. I've noticed. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, there any data to back home versus away with the NFL? No, it always seems with me. I know like, you know, the Seahawks stadium has like the most false starts for visiting teams. I know. I'm just curious. Like, if you look at the history of home versus away, like it look, I would just surmise that home you're gonna win more games, so it does have an impact. Yeah, yeah. So but- it, it adds this factor where that's uh, not really based on skill here. It's based on if you luck out in the in the scheduling. Yeah, you get. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Well, I got another thing. This is not. Well, this is like you know, like Langley. They're they're um home. They always lose a lot at home, right? Like so, it shows that home field doesn't matter that much. Well, I've 
I don't know. That's um. This is um. Professional sports here, and this. Yeah, I guess this, a factory uh, of sadness. Well, the Browns were a factory of sadness at home. <laughs> well, and well, they were a factory of sadness at home and away back when they were still really depressing to watch. Yeah, they were a factory of sadness. I'm Baker Mayfield. No sleeves. You, and I got, and let's say, I have something to say. Do you, I need to ask for both of you. Do you think dual threat quarterbacks are coming, are a thing of the future? I always, I thought that, that, that kind of moment, that movement gained a lot of steam in the early 2010s with RG3, Cam Newton, semi Russell Wilson. But at the same time, I think that Mac Jones. outside, outside of Lamar Jackson, ah, man, I don't know. I think they are the future, but at the same time, pocket QBs are still always going to find a role. Yeah, they're always. There's, well, is Trevor Lawrence a pocket? I yeah, think. he is. I think if you like, if you're good at, like, if you have mobility. No, the thing about being a dual threat quarterback is if they're the future, if they can protect themselves. Like, if yes, you, they need a slide a lot. Like, I think Taylor Heineke. Should start week one. I agree. He's more. Yeah. He's younger than Fitzmagic. If Ryan Fitzpatrick, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a relief quarterback. He should not start. Although, I know. I was just talking about that today before I hopped on the podcast. That he is a relief quarterback, but he, I, he also he had a lot of. It's interesting that you talk about being a dual threat because he had one of his most successful seasons in when he was on the New York jets and he was scrambling all over the place. Yeah. I, think he had, I know. And then also when he was on the dolphins, he led the team in rushing yards at one point. He did. Yeah. In their tank season. Exactly. So they are the way of the future, but if they don't, it really depends if the, if the quarterback protects themselves. Like Lamar Jackson, yeah. knock, well, knock wood, he does a great job of that. And he's yeah, he slides a lot and gets out of bounds. But then you have like an RG3 who is now out of the league, unfortunately. Because he I think he never officially retired, but do you think he um he's indirectly calling it a career? Well, if you're signing with ESPN to be a, a college football and NFL analyst, I would say yes. Yeah, you're probably retiring yeah. now. Right. There's yeah, probably something but, on your contract saying like you're not allowed to like be a like analyst when you're like playing. I think the thing with Robert Griffin though is he had his opportunity against the Steelers when Lamar was out, and he didn't do that great. So if you're and he got injured, because I know at earlier points in his career it still was like a what if like maybe this guy has some extra some talent or he just needs to recover from injury. But then once you saw him against the Steelers, he just didn't look that good. Yeah, yeah. he got injured like usual. You know, it's hard to believe that he was uh, – it was less than a decade ago he was actually drafted. Yeah, was He was picked very high too. I know. They gave, a, they gave up a fortune to get him. Yeah. And they got, got rid of – he was no longer one, a captain. I wonder why. Pretty much got one season out of him. Oh, they got well, yeah. They only got one season out of him. It was unfortunate, but yeah, I think that was good. Like, do you think that pocket quarterbacks like st- will still have the same opportunities as dual threats do? Yes, they will. 
Depends on whose system are you going into. That's true. Are there some, but it seems like all the system, I don't know. It seems like the most successful systems have been with dual threat quarterbacks, like with the chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is mobile. Like, no, that is, that's clear as day. And then also you look at what, at what happened with Lamar Jackson in 2019 with Greg Roman, that was highly successful. Exactly. And then you have got more traditional guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. They're not, doing that well no he's not he's not scrambling and he's going to be replaced by Trey Lance next season yeah I don't know it's going to be bye-bye Jimmy Grops yeah that, that's interesting though but that that's always been the issue for dual threats is they can never keep themselves healthy and I got and this is a big one who bold prediction who do you think is going to lead the league in passing yards. Lead the league in passing yards. Well, now that Breeze is gone, we asked someone else is going to. I think it's going to be um, Mahomes. 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 Yeah, I think that was – he's like the best quarterback in the league, so makes sense. Yeah. The relief court. And and for Washington, who's – I just want to say this because, you know, we watch the team. Um, who's gonna start week one? You think? Start uh, week one. Oh no! You know what? We should go through all thirty-two and just because we don't want to be only Washington football. Like, let's say all thirty-two and just quickly, who's starting? Okay, let's go. I'll say Wash. Okay, you say Washington. Who's think starting? All right, Washington. It's gonna be um, Fitz Magic, or Fitz Tragic. Don't yeah. want it. Okay, with the Eagles, I'm going Jalen Hurts. What do you think, Kyle? Let's do rapid fire. Wait, what? Eagles. Eagles. Who Eagles, do you think starting? I'll, I'll go Jalen Hurts too. Okay, I'll, you Giants. Giants, Daniel Jones. Okay, we'll go NFC North now. Packers, Ice, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Back. Yep, that makes sense. And then Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah. Chicago Bears. Is, yep, your turn. Probably, probably going to go with Fields. Okay. I'm going Wait, with Dalton. Yeah. Oh, Dalton. No, no I go Oh, Dalton. I forgot. Hey, I forgot Dalton was on there. You did forget uh, that. All right, keep going. Rapid fire. What is it? Vikings, Kirk Cousins. And yeah, Lions? Kirk Cousins. And Lions with you? Lions? Oh, is that with me? No, with Alex, right? Uh, Stafford? Is there anyone else on the team? No, no. Stafford got traded. It's Goff. It's Goff now. Oh, Goff. I forgot about that. Then Goff. Okay. Yeah. NFC South. Okay. Bucks. I'm going with Tom Brady. I think that's a pretty safe assessment. <laughs> okay, yeah. what about Saints? You go, Alex. What do you pick? Saints, I'm going with my man Taysom Hill. Okay, what about hey, well, with the Falcons? Falcons, is uh, is Matt Ryan still there? I think. Yep. No, wait. Yeah, probably him then. And then I'm going with, uh, for um, the, the Panthers, I'm going with Sam Darnold. Okay, then. Oh, nice. Oh, over Bridgewater? No, Bridgewater got traded to Denver. Damn it. Okay, good. Okay, NFC NFC West. West. What's up? NFC West. Okay, start with 49ers. Go. Uh, Jimmy G. Okay, I'm going with – and then Seahawks, I'm going with Wilson. Kai, your prediction with the Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals? uh, Murray? Yeah, that's safe. Okay, you with the Rams, Alex. Rams got to be Stafford and they just traded for him. AFC East. 
I'll go with with the Patriots. I'm going with Cam Newton. Yep, Cam Newton. Then Bills, you go. Allen. Guy with the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Um, I think um, uh, Tua. And then for week one, I'm going with Zach Wilson for the Jets. Okay, now let's go to AFC South. AFC South. Uh, who? Texans. Oh, Texans. Oh, Watts. oh, wait, shoot. That's actually a good question because Watson has all these legal problems right now. Yeah. Is, who is, else is on the Texans? But look, the league they play on, legal issues, they just rain or shine, keep going. So Watson, yeah. Yeah. Watson, and then with sure. the Jaguars, I'm calling it Trevor Lawrence. Over my man. Um, Gardner. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew mania. Okay. And then, well, let's see, Colts. Colts. Colts Wentz. Oh, Wentz. Yeah, I thought Wentz is out. Oh, wait, so then oh, wait, they have. So it could be on Brett Hundley. Don't they have Jacoby Ellsbury? Or, oh, yeah, or Brissett. No, what about Brissett? Yeah, oh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. No, Brissett. I forgot his last name. Brissett, yeah, he's, he's not bad. Okay, what's next? And then last one, Titans. Titans. Right, oh, that's easy, Tannehill. Good, all right, now that we've AFC, AFC West. Chiefs, Mahomes. AFC, Mahomes. Okay, uh, Raiders, Cart. Car. Chargers, Chargers are Herbert and um the Broncos are oh what lock? Drew Lock? Yeah, Drew Lock. Just say that. He might Drew Lock. Okay, last division. AFC we'll North. A- AFC start, North. Start with the Ravens and I'll go uh I'll go with Lamar Jackson. I know that's a bold move. But... I know, bold prediction. Right okay, there. AFC okay, I'm Steelers. I'm going with the with Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, and then we have Mayfield, no sleeves Mayfield. And then and there's then a, the Bengals. I'm going with Burrow. Oh, really? Do you think he's going to be recovered from the ACL injury in time? Yeah. Who else are they going to put in? Brandon Allen. Did so he did he play like that preseason game? No, he didn't. See, superstition. It's a good. No, no that's that, why I'm thinking maybe know. they'll keep him out week one as well. But Brandon Allen, unfortunately, is not that good. No, he yeah. Isn't. So since since we've uh, gone over all of teams now, I'd like to turn our attention to something completely different for our last story of the day. Sure. And it has it's it's a team. It's the only team that effectively has no home field advantage. The Arizona Coyotes and their stadium woes. Everyone know what's going on with that. You see, the Arizona Coyotes play in a stadium that's owned by the city. uh, I think it's Glendale, Arizona. And uh, the city decided not to renew its lease after the 2021-2022 season. So now the question is up in the air for where where are they, are they going to go somewhere? Are they going to finally get out of the desert? And I I hope I hope so. I hope they move to Quebec City, Kansas no, City, anywhere. Well, I, I personally think Quebec City would uh would work because the uh the, 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 sure the market's small, but the thing is Quebec City uh, had a team before, and they only moved because of um because the uh of financial troubles, not because the fans weren't uh weren't showing up, and also it would be nice to have another Canadian team. So yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, I was also. And uh, but also the Coyotes are are still in the Western Conference, so another alternative could be uh, Kansas City, which is a 
relatively large market that doesn't have a hockey team yeah, or an NHL team at least. But I think the most likely uh, place is Houston, which is unfortunate because I don't think Houston will, will care for this team either. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy how they decided not to renew the lease. And uh, the, the thing is they, they said that they wanted to focus on more important, uh, bigger and more important events. Oh yeah. That, so uh, I, th- I think the coyotes may be moving out soon, which, uh, which is uh, about what, 20 years overdue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, do you do you guys think they're gonna move? Uh, and if so, which city? Man, I, they're gonna move, and probably Houston. Yeah, um, I don't really. Remind me again, what sport this is? Hockey. Hockey. Okay, yeah, I don't really follow hockey as closely, but I'm guessing Houston because it's close. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what is yeah. a hockey team doing in Arizona anyway? Yeah, I thought uh, that it's too. A, it's a thing I'd like to call uh, it's a it's a term I just made up. It's called NHL Manifest Destiny. The belief <laughs> that hockey isn't that by urinating tree? No, this is a term that I that I made up. It's the belief that hockey is destined and should expand to places that don't get snow. It's hey, been look, the lightning have won the last two. Yeah, but yeah. look at Look at the Florida Panthers, the Carolina Hurricanes, and especially the Coyotes. <laughs> it's not really working out as well as you think. And I know, yeah, but I'm just shocked about Tampa because that's not a place that gets snow. And yeah, just, but that's more because the team was was managed and uh, was managed well, and like the owners actually care. I know. So some of these other sunny sunny um, cities need to get better management for their hockey teams. Yeah, but uh, like the Golden Knights. Oh my gosh, Vegas. They they were so close, but then the Caps just said, no. "Yeah, they they slaughtered them." Yeah, but yeah, imagine being an expansion team and winning. I know the Seattle Kraken. Why don't the expansion teams just get dogged on for oh, that's... a few years? Yeah, I got a good question. Why do you think in basketball expansion teams get shit on while hockey some took the lead by storm? Man, there must that must be have to do with like how teams acquire players if in an expansion team. I think also with like basketball, you can be on the floor way more than be on the ice. I personally also hockey tends to favor the the underdog, and also yeah, the the Kraken are uh, Seattle Kraken. I'm excited for them. Release and, the uh, Kraken. Can I, I – I'd like to bring Wrong up – Wrong podcast. I'd like to bring up one more thing. Because of the Seattle Kraken, the Arizona Coyotes are actually moving to the Central Division with, uh, with uh, the Blackhawks, the Blues, those teams. So uh, I think a move to Houston is pretty much inevitable at this point. It makes a lot more sense. Okay. Because, uh, Thank you for listening to the Total Bros Sports Podcast.